Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. If it was a poker game, Aaron Rodgers upped the ante on Sunday night, and then he scaled back the chips a little bit yesterday. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, all of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. And, you know, we've been talking this morning about athletes like Aaron Rodgers, the 1% of the 1%, if you will, the greatest of all time are in that category in their particular sport, that if you move them to another team, how much could they improve that team? And I think even though the Packers team president yesterday came out and said, we're not idiots, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers. Well, at this particular uh, point. well, the idea that if Aaron Rodgers went to any other team in the NFL, I think they would immediately, in the minds of many people, become instant contenders because of the importance of the quarterback position in the NFL. But it's not just reserved for the NFL. We saw it in Tom Brady. We saw it with Brady, right? He goes to the Bucks, second longest playoff drought. Boom, hadn't won a playoff game since key Super Bowl championship team. Boom, they're 60 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers could do it. Tom Brady has proven he can do it. And that leads to the third guy that might be able to do it. And that, of course, would be LeBron James. We've seen him take the Cavs to a championship, their first in 50 years, when they were terrible. We've seen them take the Heat When was to that, multiple. Zubin? 2016. You guys, get, you guys are getting me so hot. Okay, hang on one second. I want to get right to you. Just want to figure it out. Lay it out for the fellas, and we'll get right to you and the fellas, right? Championship in Cleveland, first and a half century. Came back, boom. Remember, after he left Cleveland, they had the worst record collectively in the NBA. After he left, he comes back, boom. Championship. Heat, kind of scuffling, goes there. Multiple championships. Lakers had the 10-year championship drought, which is like an eon for Lakers fans, and he snapped that as well. So we're asking, if you put the king on, let's say, the Kings. They have the longest playoff drought in the NBA. They're a 6-10 team. Haven't made the playoffs in 14 years. If you put the King on the Kings, could they contend for a title right now? Want to hear your thoughts? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key J and Z on Twitter. You fellas are hot on the phone line and on the Twitter feed, and Jay is hot. Jay, you're up. What type of title, though? Yeah, Divis- what, what, divisional title? <laughs> yeah, thank you, NBA King. championship? I feel like you're coming back to my side. No, I'm not. One, yes, you I'm are. I'm not. I, I want to clear it up. They, NBA well, they, championship. They could he compete, compete for an NBA championship? No, he they cannot could, compete for an NBA championship. They could compete to push to get to an NBA championship. I don't want to go uh, all the way over the cliff and say they're going to win it or they're going to be in it. He can compete in the West if he went to the Kings. That's just me. The Nuggets the, are 10-7. and seven. They're the four seed. Are they better than the Nuggets? Are they better than the Nuggets with LeBron James in the playoffs? Look, I, I, I say LeBron James, but you're not just talking about, hey, dropping him on the team and going directly into the playoffs. He has to play a whole season. If you were, if you were taking LeBron James right now at 36 years old and taking him off the Lakers and just dropping him in to the Sacramento Kings with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hield and Marvin Bagley, like he, would, he wouldn't be able to play 32 minutes a game. He would have to play 38, 39 minutes a game for this team to make the playoffs, but which is already – let me ask you this, though, Jay. Why is he playing less minutes, though? Let's be honest with each other. Because they're, they're, they're by far, they're the best team in the West. They're stacked. They're 10-0 on the road. But they, You have Anthony Davis. You have all the pieces. This team is better than what they were last year, Key. But he's also, he's also let's be honest with the listeners, he's also playing less minutes because he just stopped playing and won no. an NBA title a month no. and a half ago. I, I don't think Le- being. I, I disagree. I don't think LeBron James is slowing down. I think LeBron James I didn't is say playing. I didn't say slowing down. I said he just got off the court. So his minutes are going to go back up as they push 
toward the playoffs. I Fair. guarantee you that. Fair. He's, you know, you you resting up. I just but, he just stopped playing though. Understood that, but you don't have that luxury if he's playing on the Kings. You don't have the luxury to say LeBron play thirty two point seven minutes per night and rely upon Anthony Davis, another top five player, to to score. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, you gotta play. You gotta play the extra six minutes. But all I'm saying, key is over sustainability over you know sixty games. That that compounds. That's a cumulative effect on your body at the age of thirty six years old. And and now I'm saying like you're gonna. Look, can he, could he get the Kings to the playoffs? Yes, he can get to the playoffs. But let's not talk about LeBron James dropping him right now at age 36 on the Kings for them having a chance to contend for a world it. championship you, or the Western Conference Finals. Nope, like, let's I ain't going let's calm it. down a little bit. Let's get to no, the fellas. No, think about it, Jay. How long How long you been covering the NBA? I mean, I've been paying attention to the NBA my whole no, life. No, I mean covering it, though. I know, duh. I'm talking about covering it, though, for us. Five years? Five years. So, <laughs> five years. Everybody been saying, well, you know, he's playing too many minutes. Well, you know, he's getting oh, he's getting a little older. Man, that dude ain't slowing. That dude's a machine. He's a machine. But he had an injury two years ago, Key. And guess what? Oh, how's he, he gonna come back off that injury? He's oh, not he gonna be great. Back. I hear I mean he bounced That's back. That's all I'm like, saying, big dog. Oh, I I I no, I hear what you're saying, but I mean have you guys watched a lot of Kings games? I'm be real Well, with you. I haven't watched it. I, I, I haven't watched the Kings, to be honest with you. Since they nope. had Chris Webber, I can't okay. lie. And I'm not even getting into the front <laughs> office. Granted, they made a lot of changes, but we are talking about an organization that has had a lot of influx and a lot of volatility over the course of the years. Like, it's not like it, it takes a lot to win a championship, you know, from front office to Doug playing Christie. with other top five players to Mike be in Bibby. place to help you get there. Bibby to Webber, yes! Mike Bibby. I, had, I hadn't watched them since Mike Bibby and <laughs> Doug Christie and Chris Webber. Vladdy. And yes. I, I Zubin, I got love for Buddy Hield and De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Those I, I love watching them play, but to act like they can contend for an NBA championship just because I put LeBron James on that team right now at 36 years old, let's just I, press the button. I want to throw another caveat on this real quick. I want to know, though, if LeBron goes to the Kings, are other all-stars and other superstars going there? We just saw James Harden get traded. If if LeBron is on the Kings and they need one more superstar. Are they in the mix for James Harden? Because that's what happened when he went to Cleveland. They went and traded for Kevin Love. Players wanted to go play with LeBron, and if he's on the Kings, I think they can make moves to improve. But that's really, uh, yeah, you're going to, that's diff- That's a different conversation. Exactly. That's Thank a you, totally Steve. different conversation, Evan. Yes, they're. I think it's part of it. No, no. we're talking about as the roster is constructed right now. Now. Not any trades, not because they the trade deadline. They're going to have to make moves if they want to get a championship. I think we all know that. But we're just talking about right now, as it's constructed, can we drop King James in the hole and he get the, and he'll climb out with them on his back, much like we saw him do early in his career with Cleveland and even the last time around in all Cleveland. All right, so let's hear from the fellas. And also, I would also be enjoying the uh, LeBron James-Luke Walton reunion. That would be quite something <laughs> else, right? We're asking this morning. I'm not Twitter talking feed, about the coach. <laughs> could LeBron compete for an NBA championship? I said title. He thought I meant division title. You think we'd be asking about a division <laughs> title on the show? 53.8% of you have said Yes. CJ? What? CJ? No, no, no. Hey, man, the public uh, has spoken. Yeah, because the public is watching too many damn sports right now, and they're not watching Kings games. All I'm saying, Key, all I'm saying is people naturally say, well, LeBron, this is the argument I'm seeing online. Well, LeBron took the Cavs. I'm like, yeah, that was 
five years ago. Doesn't yet, matter. You keep talking. Man, I don't want to cut you off. I just did, you though. You just cut me off. It doesn't matter. But yeah. you keep talking about this man's age. It, he is not broke down. He is a machine. How many times do we down. talk about the amount of money that he spends on his body so he can make those runs? All I know is he's healthy and he's rolling. Until he falls apart, he can do it. I'm rolling with him, Key. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is if you increase his minutes at this stage of his career, coming off how long he played last year, right? You're, you're increasing the probability of LeBron James being hurt. I'm not saying he maybe could not be hurt, but you're increasing that because now you're asking him to do exponentially. You know much more? How, how much better was it for you, Key, when you played with other championship caliber players? How much easier was the game for you? It's all football's different, but it, you when you have other comp- when you had a, when you had a great quarterback, how much easier was it for you to well, play? Well, whenever you have a great quarterback, a Keenan McCardell opposite of you, a Joe Jarvis opposite of you, you're gonna have opportunities to cook. There's yeah, no question about it. That's what Anthony it. Davis is to LeBron James right now. I get what you're saying, but that's not what we're saying. We aren't, we're not talking about Anthony Davis because he didn't have some Anthony Davises in Cleveland. And I know he was younger. See, but you're I going want- to the arc. You're going to the argument that I talked about. You're talking about him taking Cleveland when he was his first five or six years of his career when he I was a young pup. You, I, he I, can play all those I minutes. It didn't matter. I personally think it's not just about LeBron on the floor. It's about what great players like Tom Brady, LeBron James, bring to the team to the table. Tom but Brady the- couldn't take Jacksonville to the to the Super Bowl right now. now I, I, I'm not going to bet against that. I'm sorry. I know you're a betting man, but I can't. I you can't were, bet, you, you would I bet can't money bet, that if you put Tom Brady on Jacksonville. It. I can't bet against it. Keyshawn Johnson. I can't you have, how long have you been covering the a NFL? Young, a long time. They got, okay. a, they got a young stud running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a couple receivers that's decent. I can't bet against terrific Tom. I'm just saying. I'm not going against Tom Brady. Not uh, right uh, now. I ain't I doing it. I can't believe I'm hearing you say this. I you can't go betting, against him. You would bet money on dropping Tom Brady on Jacksonville. For them getting to the, I, to the I, Super Bowl. Hey, I put it this way, competing. Now, whether or not getting to the Super Bowl is a hard thing. Competing, they're going to be a competitive team. They, they won't – put it this way, they won't have the number one overall pick in 2022. I That's agree. That's for damn sure. That's two different No doubt about it. Again, we'll talk oh. about it all morning long. Again, the poll question this morning. Could Go the get Kings some Tylenol if we're giving you a I need Lead some, the yeah. Kings, the team with the longest NBA playoff <laughs> drought, into title – Contention. 888 ESPN. We'll take calls all morning long, so hang on if you can. And if you can, you can hit us up on Twitter. Do so with your comments at KeyJNZ. Last comment from Dave on Twitter. He said he could lead the LA Kings to the championship. Oh, Not the Sacramento Kings, the LA Kings. That's well, that confidence. just goes to show you how much confidence he has in him. In the King. On the way, Aaron Rodgers, never lacking for confidence. One of his former teammates weighs in. On all the comments, the comments and the scaling back of the comments from A-Rod here over the last 42, 78 hours. He's going to have to show me he's willing to retire. To me, a reality, not a certainty or an absolute, is that my future is not in my hands. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. It's been interesting after what you heard on Sunday night after that devastating loss in the NFC Championship game that dropped him to 1-4 in in NFC title games and then sort of scaling it back a little bit yesterday. And for more on that, let's bring in A.J. Hawk, one of... uh, Aaron's former teammates, they played nine AJ. years together in Green Bay, won a Super Bowl together, and he joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Okay, so you have an insight into Aaron Rodgers that most people don't, having been a teammate of his, as I said, for nearly a decade, nine years. Sort of take us inside your thoughts on what you heard Sunday and then some of the backtracking you heard yesterday. Wow, well... um, I think Sunday, right after the game, I mean, you're so – emotions are so raw. It's your, he even said uh, yesterday, like, he, he's 15 minutes after he's in the locker room crying with some of his teammates, and you're sitting here and you ask these big questions kind of about your future. So I think he was more relating to it as saying, like, hey, I'm not really in complete control of my future here. It's up to them if they want to keep me around. It sounds like Aaron would love to – continue and end his career in Green Bay someday, but he, I think, ultimately knows it's not exactly up to him. When you look at it, though, A.J., yes, it's not it's not up to him, but we've both been inside locker rooms and had emotional games and things didn't work out. Your thoughts are calculated prior to entering that locker room. I've been at the podium a million times, and I've said things that I wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of. And I think that that is kind of what we're getting at with Aaron. If it works out this year, does it work out again next season in 2022, so to speak? That's a great question. Yeah, I, so this year, I mean, it seems like Aaron's going to be the MVP of the season. He played unbelievable all year. Does Aaron have to win the MVP next year to stick around in Green Bay? Like, is that what the, the standard that they're setting? Like, hey, if you, if you have any kind of uh, fall off at all, you're going to – we're going to move on and see what we have in Jordan Love. I don't know if that's in the back of his brain or not. I, I doubt it. That would kind of hamper your play, I would take, if you're expected to win the MVP every single year. But, uh, yeah, you're right, though. Like, everyone is calculated. Aaron's a very smart guy. I know he 
he puts a lot of thought into his answers. So I don't know what the if he had any kind of ulterior motive or what was going on, but I think he did say that they're gonna he's gonna have conversations with uh, everybody there in the front office, and, and who knows if if they uh, what they do moving forward. But I think it's it's likely with Mark Murphy too saying, hey, we're not idiots. We know we we want Aaron here, and he is going to be here. Whether that's uh, what giving him an extension to to get him some more guaranteed money, whatever it may be. Uh, I think they'd be absolutely nuts if Aaron's not there for at least the next couple years. A.J. Hawk, former Packer, Ohio State linebacker, Super Bowl champion in 2 with Aaron Rodgers in the National Championship as well, joining us here this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. A.J., what should they do outside of money, though, right? Like, what should they do with their draft picks, uh, you know, to, to try and satisfy, so to speak, cater to Aaron Rodgers? Well, I mean, maybe you, you would think, okay, let's go out there and, and get another weapon on the outside, another receiver uh, to, to help complement Devontae Adams. And the other guys, I mean, that's not a slight to any other receivers, but th- those guys stepped up and played very well too, but you can never have enough weapons, I feel like. Also, there's some decisions they have to make with the running backs. Uh, Corey Lindsley, all-pro center, will be a free agent. Are they going to try to bring him back? I don't know. Uh, you know, I know Bakhtiari was a big loss at left tackle. You saw that against the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, all the pressure they were able to get on Aaron. So I think you have to figure it out a little bit. Make sure you shore up the O-line. I don't know if you can if they have it in their, their budget to take care of Corey Lindsay at center or not. I know Aaron loves having him there. But, yeah, just try to, I don't know, like find a way to make some moves. A couple. I don't know if it has to be a splash move, but bring in – one or two weapons on offense, I think that can kind of re-energize and give a little bit more juice to this offense, which is kind of crazy to say considering the season they had and how well Aaron played. But, hey, everybody wants a bunch of weapons to throw to. AJ, what's up, man? Good to have you on the show, brother. Hey, you too, Jay. How you doing? Doing good, man. So I'm listening to Mark Murphy say, you know, we're not idiots, and my brain automatically goes to this place. I'm like, well, it was kind of idiotic that you guys got Jordan Love. Like, why not get another skill position player to add those weapons, right? Like, if you're if you're Aaron, or you know, you obviously know him. How do you go back and kind of judge this season, like about you know what could have been as opposed to what was? Granted, with the way things ended. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess now when your your season ends so it is so sudden like that uh, when they expected to to win. Yeah, you can go back and second-guess and look over, like, wait, what what could we have done if we had a, one or two more pieces here or there? When it comes to Jordan Love, I mean, you can't – when people try to compare it to them, the Packers drafting Aaron back when Brett was here, like, you can't really compare it. Brett had already retired and come back a couple of times. Like, he's he was kind of waffling. Aaron's obviously not waffling. He's going to win the MVP this year. So that's what's the, the most questionable thing. Um, but I, I guess – if you're Aaron, you know what? You have all the leverage if you want to look at it that way just because of how well you're playing. If you want to go back and say, give me some, some more money, then I think they, they definitely should give them some more money. But I think it'll be an interesting offseason, especially without like the, the pro days and combines with the, the COVID situation, like how you're going to evaluate talent, who you're going to draft. I don't know. Maybe the Packers jump out and draft a receiver in the first round. Do you think that should, they should do that, Keyshawn? <laughs> I, you, know, for, you don't need one in the, in the first round, right? Devontae Adams is potentially the best receiver that they've ever had outside of Sharp. Uh, so, Sterling Sharp. So, do you have to take a guy in the first round? Like, you you need to be able to evaluate the talent, AJ, right? I mean, think about it. This league is made up of 
third, fourth, fifth round guys that we watch every single Sunday. First and second round guys sometimes don't work out the way that people envision based on just because they've been drafted. So they've got to identify people that can play. The Donald Drivers of the world that can play. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to go get a, a, a first round guy to be successful. Yeah, you're right. And maybe even go out there. I'm always curious about receivers that are on college teams that don't have a great quarterback or don't throw the ball much, or maybe at NFL receivers that are just kind of under the radar, but still great players, but they don't have a, an elite quarterback getting them the ball. Go find a few of those guys. You won't have, to, won't have to throw a ton of money at them. And guess what? They can come to Green Bay. In that system with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback, they can become superstars. You go and you get a guy, AJ, you go and get a guy like uh, AJ Green. Mm. You you spend a little money on him because you're going to have to address Devontae Adams anyway. You already know that because he's not going to play for what he's playing for and doing what he's doing for you continuously. So you can, you go and get one of those. You may even want to go get Allen Robinson, even though you got to pay a ton of money for him, but you know you got to address Devontae Adams. And if you're going to spend $40 million tied up in two guys, so be it. I'm with if you, you're I, trying I, to win. I do anything I need to do to keep Aaron Rodgers there, but I'm so curious, AJ. How, what kind of conversation do you think will be that first conversation Matt LaFleur will have with A.A. Ron? I, I honestly, I don't know if they've already had it or not, if they had their exit meeting. Um, I know Aaron did say he's staying around Green Bay all week. I know in the past he's left before and, and gone back to California pretty quickly. I think he's doing, I don't know what he's doing, packing up, who knows. Probably going to the facility, getting get everything situated before he heads back out west. But I think it's, that's one thing. Aaron's not scared of conflict. That's one thing Mike McCarthy, he was the head coach during my nine years there. Like He would always say conflict is good. Like If you have an issue, you go to your coach, you come to me, we talk through it, we don't sweep anything under the rug. And Aaron definitely is not worried about that. And I think he and LaFleur have kind of had great dialogue back and forth, and it's always gotten better. But I guess the question is, his, his conversations with LaFleur, yeah, those will go one way, but what is this conversation going to look like when he talks to the front office? Mark Murphy and the GM, Gutenkus, like those guys, what does that conversation look like if Aaron comes to them and says, hey, what's the plan? I'd like to see what the plan is moving forward. AJ, before we let you get out of here, I want to ask you this. What did that loss on Sunday do to Aaron Rodgers' legacy? What, what type of narrative are we getting ready to see throughout the offseason and into the regular season this year? Um, man, it's, it's tough because when you look at it, you see all the NFC Championship games that have been in and been successful in one. And I know I've lost a few NFC Championship games, and it wasn't because of Aaron. It's because of our defense. We, we were giving up too many points and too many big plays. Uh, it's definitely going to – I guess people that want to nitpick and say, yeah, can say, well, he couldn't they, – they weren't winning those, those – um, those huge games like that to get him to the next level to the Super Bowl, even though he has the one ring, but he's still, it's not like Aaron is playing bad in these games. Look at the game against the Bucks. Aaron played very well too. It's just, they weren't able to, to find a way and Tampa Bay's defense played great. I don't know how it affects his overall legacy. I, I just, it would be crazy to me to think that Aaron goes and continues to play in the NFL and retires and he doesn't get another Super Bowl ring. I just think that would be a travesty. So I think he's going to do whatever it takes to get another ring. As he should. Yeah, Rodgers himself said he needs a second ring, not just us guys in the media, not just former players. And Rodgers himself has said 
He needs it, and a great point by you, AJ, on the way out the door. If you really take a look at some of the playoff losses the Packers have had, they've lost absolute shootouts, and Aaron Rodgers has kept him in the game late into the fourth quarter. Can't blame him for those defeats. Great perspective this morning. Thanks for being with us. Always good to catch up with you. All right, All right AJ. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good stuff. On the way to SportsCenter, and then back, if you're just joining us, to the hottest question we may have ever posed in the short history well, of the program. That's in one minute after Sports Center. So here's the deal if you're a baseball fan, the Baseball Writers Association of America electing nobody to the hall, nobody in Cooperstown giving a speech for the ages. No Barry, no Roger, no Kurt. You know the story with them. Next year, not to be Kurt. A-Rod and Ortiz are on the ballot, and you know the deal with them. We'll wait to see. Karis Levert, amazing story here. Cancer surgery on his kidney, mass on his kidney, which was discovered in a physical after he was a part of that big four-team trade that eventually landed him with the Indiana Pacers. So to go through and officially get cleared to play for Indiana, he had to go through a physical, and that physical detected a kidney mass and that's how he found out. Think about it. If he had stayed with the Nets where he spent the first four and a half years of his career, he could have been playing with it totally undetected. Unbelievable. NBA tonight, we're going to talk about the King here in just a second. The Lakers are going to visit the Sixers. Los Angeles is 10-0 on the road this season. Best road start in franchise history. That says something considering, you know, the history of the Lakers. The Sixers, with what Jay says, is an MVP bona fide candidate in the one and only Joel Embiid are 9-1 and at home. You could see it tonight, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. And SportsCenter is brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. Short read. Finding the perfect bouquet for your valentine is easy when you plan ahead with 1-800-Flowers. You can get 24 multicolored roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon and enter code KJZ. As we re-enter the question of the morning. In our first hour of the program, I just sort of flippantly threw out there that I think, sure, you know, Tom Brady can take any team to the Super Bowl. He obviously did it with the Bucks, who were struggling massively. Patrick Mahomes, you put him on any team. We've been talking about the greats. You put him anywhere, they could go anywhere. So we switched to the NBA and we said, hey, if you put LeBron on any team, could they compete for a title? He's the king. I chose the Kings only because they have the longest playoff drought in the NBA at 14 years and Key and I think you put them on there, they could contend for a title. Jay says no. Right now, the fellas and ladies have weighed in. About 53.8% of you, just over half, are giving the benefit of the doubt to the Kings. That's that means we win. <laughs> Early returns, Kornacki style, are in. We won't see Steve again until 2024. Looking forward to it. No, here's the thing. Real quick, that's the question. Can they compete for a championship? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. LeBron, any team title-worthy, we're using the Kings as the example this morning. The Kings, Kings King. on the Kings. Hit us up. Rajon uh, in Minnesota. This is, this is ironic because Rajon Rondo actually played for the Sacramento Kings. Rajon <laughs> in Minnesota, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you say? What up, hey, Ray? good morning, guys. First things first, I'm more of a Phil Mattingly guy rather than a Steve Kornicke, <laughs> but that's not, neither here nor there. No politics, talk. Um, we can't get in trouble. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if, if LeBron James on the Sacramento Kings, I think 100% he can contend for an NBA championship. And what does the definition of contending? I would say it's reaching the conference finals. I'll sprinkle a little stat for you guys. He's 9-1 in the conference finals. He's been there 10 times. Uh, LeBron James makes everybody around him better. 
And when you have Darren Fox, Buddy Hill, Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, Whiteside, Bagley, Parker, Barnes, the one thing they probably don't have is a true center. Um, but I'm going to ask you this one question. I'll hang up and listen. If LeBron James is a 6, 7, or 8 seed, and their underdogs going into round one, tell me who you're betting on. Be honest with yourself. Are you taking LeBron James and Sacramento Kings? And that'll just parlay into the next round anyway. So thanks for having me on, and have a good day. Good call. Go ahead, Jay. I I, I don't know if I, if the Lakers or the Clippers are the number one seed. I don't know if I'm taking LeBron James and the Sacramento Kings over the Clippers. I mean, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it, but I, I also know the path that they will have to go through in order to get there. I, that's that's a that's a very tough challenge for LeBron James with that current construction of that roster to go against the Claw and Kawhi Leonard. Now, I I think that LeBron James will be able to make the playoffs. I I think they're that talented. And I, look, I love Buddy Hill. He's a stud. De'Aaron Fox is a stud. These are young pups, though, and this organization has a long way to go. I'm not saying they couldn't surround him with the pieces to do so, but I also want to make sure we go back to the current question. If you were to drop LeBron James on this current roster right now. Would they contend for an NBA championship? And my answer would be no, because I don't think they would be able to get through the first round if they met the Clippers in the first round. So we're not making any changes. They just rolling right through the entire way for the next two and a half months. They're just going to roll right through, right? There's no trade deadline. There's no acquiring of players. There's none of that is what you're saying, Jay. Okay, well, now you're getting into a series of hypotheticals, right? And we talk about this in NFL. You hate talking about hypotheticals. No, I'm, just so, yeah. a- no, I'm asking you. I want to be clear. That's all. I mean, I guess, I mean, that would, I don't really know what other, I'm sure we can give a list of other things that the Kings could do to probably become a contender and it would probably ultimately change my opinion. But with the way their current roster is right now, I wouldn't see them being a contender. And the reason, and the reason I even brought that up is because we know when you, when you are on a team with a LeBron James and you want to make tweaks, you go out and acquire players like they did at the end of last season when they needed to add some people and bring them into the bubble to make a run or whatever it was, whether it was uh, uh, Morris or whoever else they picked up. I mean, you just got to – that's why I'm asking you because I'm like, you know, will they go with this young nucleus and compete? Yes. Can they compete for a championship without making a tweak or two? I I don't know. But it changes the landscape of who the Sacramento Kings are when you drop him – in the center of that team. Oh, for I'm sure. with you on that, brother. That's why 53% plus has voted in LeBron James's favor. I just think we have to, you know, look, I know we live in an absolute world where people want answers right away. They're just a... Yes! And I agree, <laughs> I agree with you, Keith, that he would change the landscape of the Sacramento Kings organization drastically. I actually think that would make Sacramento a desirable um, destination for free agents and for people that wanted to play with LeBron James, the same way Tom Brady has been able to do that in his career when he was in New England and also bringing Antonio Brown and guys like Gronk to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But all I'm saying is with this current construction of their roster, I, I, I wouldn't see that to be enough to contend for an NBA championship. Well, let's ask Solomon in California what he thinks. Solomon, what do you think? What up, Solomon? Hey, you guys, thanks for having me on. Well, one thing I was going to say is that I think, so respectfully, I think this might be a ridiculous question. So I think what's going to happen is that if you had LeBron James in Sacramento, first of all, you're going to have Buddy Hill, Marvin Bagley, and Harrison Barnes are going to be traded for a good player. So what LeBron James is, he's a magnet. So, yes, if you put him in a situation, yes, he can bring players there. But currently constructed, absolutely not. LeBron James would not want a championship in the West uh, with the Sacramento Kings, no. Allen, Wisconsin, what are your thoughts? Well, (laughs) 
Hey, how you doing? I um, I would say this here. I believe LeBron would be able with the current team to at least get maybe to the conference finals or title, but not allowing him an opportunity to add on would almost be like, well, let's penalize you. You're there and you can't do any tweaking because that also would mean none of the other teams, as they get ready to go for the final stretch, would do any tweaking. But other than him just being there and what he brings, there's an attitude change. There's a mentality and a complete shift that raises people's game also. So I wouldn't count it out because he is very, very magnetic. And what he can do for a team is more than just a stat sheet. Well, that's what I was saying, Jay. I like that. that, that, that that's what that. I was saying. It just, you know, it, it, it's hard to say he can't make tweaks because, you know, you, you, get, you need a big, right? They need somebody in the middle. They don't really have that right now. So it's kind of like, you know, you want him to just – you think he's going to make a run with what they got now. No, but they're going to be competitive. It's going to completely change that team. There's no question about it. Much like Tom Brady. You you moved Tom Brady from – or Tom Brady moved himself from New England Patriots to the Tampa Bay Bucks. The major change was the quarterback. That was the major change. And everybody else, for the most part, was the same. Ronald – they added Leonard Fournette and Gronk. I mean – Grunk made a few plays, but it wasn't like Grunk was out there being a pro bowler. So it's just, you know, the major change for them was Tom Brady, and you see where they're at. I I just would say this, Zubin, with Monte McNair, the new general manager, and Joe Dumars, who works with their owner, actually I I would like the direction that this front office would go if they had the opportunity to have LeBron James. As before, with Blatty and company, I wouldn't trust that front office with LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the owner of Vivek Ranadive – one of us. Keyshawn J. <laughs> you can say that. I we can't. can't. For the we first can't. time. For the first time ever. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. On the way, Aaron Rodgers pretty much stymied all the talk yesterday. He's coming back to Green Bay next year and is contractually obligated till 2023. But where will he finish his NFL career? We'll ask a former Packer that talks about it all day long, every day. He's going to have to show me he's willing to retire. To me, a reality, not a certainty or an absolute, is that my future is not in my hands. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's Aaron Rodgers tamping down some of the speculation after he was really raw, honest, emotional, cathartic, visceral. What more do you want on Sunday after you lose your fourth NFC Championship game in five tries? It's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests this morning appear on the Goodyear hotline. We have five guests to go, and I think just to have a little bit of fun if you've been with us this morning, every guest right off the top is going to get our poll question, then we'll get right into it. It's a pleasure to have Mark Tauscher, the former Packers offensive lineman. Think about Mark's history. High school in Wisconsin, played at the University of Wisconsin, played his entire career with the Green Bay Packers. If anybody knows this organization, this state, and what people are feeling in that state, it's Mark. Good morning, Mark. I'm going to ask you about Aaron Rodgers and all the obvious stuff in one second, but we're asking this morning to everybody, you put LeBron James on the Sacramento Kings. They got the longest playoff drought in the NBA. Terrible team. They're 6-10 this year. You put LeBron on the Kings right now. Yes or no, they could compete for a title. Uh, not a title, but they'd be in the playoffs. Uh, no, they wouldn't win a title, but they'd definitely be in the playoffs. Okay, losing okay, to Giannis Mark. and the Bucks. That's what I'm talking about, Mark. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm talking about, Mark. All right, you are with Jay Will on that. All right, I want to ask you this. There's been so much talk about Aaron Rodgers. I think we all know he's going to be back next year. He unofficially sort of said it yesterday, and then the pack said, we're not idiots, so that pretty much proclaims they know he'll be back as well. Um, where does he end his career? Oh, I mean, that's a great question. I think... You know, before last year's last year's draft, I think we would have all assumed that you know he would finish in Green Bay. But you know, I remember when we, I was playing with Brett, and he would mention you know Joe Montana was with somebody else, and you see now Tom Brady, who never you never would have guessed Tom Brady wanted to finish with New England. The league is so fluid, and things change so quickly. And I thought last year when Jordan Love was selected, that kind of started the clock. And we knew that with Aaron's contract, there's two years of kind of guaranteed money. And then, you know, you hope Jordan Love develops. I think from a Packers standpoint, you hope he's ready at some point if that is the case. But Aaron went out this year. I think he took what happened last year. He, you know, came in with a great attitude and had his best season. And that's where Mark Murphy's comments came in. It's going to be a real tricky situation. And, these situations always get messy because unless things line up on everybody's timeline where Green Bay wants to transition and Aaron Rodgers is ready to retire, it's going to be a messy situation. And I don't think Aaron has any plans of retiring for quite a while. So things are going to come to a head at some point, whether it's going to be this offseason, next offseason, or an offseason in the future. Mark, you mentioned Hope twice when you mentioned Jordan Love's name. Do, do you think – that the Green Bay Packers front office organization, they'll never say it, but you, you've been around the program enough in that area in particular that they regret drafting Jordan Love with the first pick last mm-hmm. year, with their, with their first round pick, so to speak. Uh, no, I don't. I think they hope that he's going to develop into a you – know, you don't draft somebody in the first round if you don't think they can play. So – now, I think there's obviously they knew that this was going to be an issue when you make that pick because the quarterback is just different than any other position on the team. But, no, I think you draft somebody, you hope they become a really good player and that they can contribute to your program. Um, so, no, I, I, they definitely want him to be a good player. Now it's just how are you going to make this uh, – how is this all going to play itself out? And I think Aaron – and he has said this, the only thing he can control – is playing great football. Make that decision incredibly difficult for Green Bay, and he obviously did that this year. 
When you look at what he did this year, he'll probably win the MVP. Let's just give it to him, right? I mean, that's most likely going to happen. Losing on Sunday to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what does it do to Rodgers' legacy as he wants so badly to win a second Super Bowl? Well, I mean, there's no doubt. I think – you know, there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have won one title. Aaron's legacy, he's going to be a Hall of Fame. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. He is going to go down as one of the great uh, quarterbacks of all time. But there is something. Quarterbacks are judged differently. They're judged on you know, how many times they can get and win Super Bowls. And, you know, the guys that have had two titles and three MVPs, and obviously Tom Brady has completely changed the dynamic of that, they are viewed differently. And I thought this year – with how this team played and the way they were humming and having the bye and not having to go on the road, everything was lined up. And that's why I think you've, you heard that emotion because you just don't know when you're going to get back. Things change so quickly in the NFL and this team was primed to go and win. And when you get your heart ripped out like that, uh, it does change things. And I think Aaron from a legacy standpoint would love to get another Super Bowl like everybody would. Mark, I know it's easy to be um, a Monday morning quarterback, but Key brought up a good point when we first discussed it on Monday, where he said, if you're, if you're Aaron Rodgers, why do you not go over to Matt LaFleur and demand that he gives you the ball in that moment after that third down play when it seems like there was miscommunication? Why not take that moment and own it and say, give me the damn ball? Isn't that what we want great players to do? Well, I think Keyshawn's the only guy that says, give me the damn ball. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's, he's, he's got that trademarked, but... Uh, you know, I, I think the the issue with that was your coaches have to make those decisions. That's what they're there for. I think it's the communication and making sure everybody's on the same page because after the game, Aaron mentioned he did, he thought there was four-down territory. I think everybody in the stands thought it was going to be four-down territory. But when you didn't get any yards and it was fourth and eight, uh, Matt LaFleur made that decision. And if there, there's not a pass interference call, it would have worked out. You've gotten the ball back to your quarterback with a chance to go win the game with just a touchdown. So I understood it. You don't have to agree with it. But as far as Aaron goes, I think every player wants the ball, wants a chance to make that play, and especially somebody as great as Aaron, you're going to want that opportunity. Now, I don't know. He mentioned with on Pat McAfee yesterday, you know, the kick, you know, Mason and the entire special teams are coming off. Then you'd have to use a timeout, and that changes the whole dynamic. So I'm sure in his mind he was thinking, let's go for this but you also have to say you can't burn a timeout. There's a lot of other dynamics that go into that. There's no doubt. It's been a complicated relationship between LaFleur and Rodgers since it began. It has been wildly, wildly successful to the tune of 13-3 and in both seasons. LaFleur's been there. NFC Championship both seasons LaFleur's been there. But for Aaron Rodgers, it's seemingly not enough. And I think most people tend to agree he needs one more chip. Mark won one chip himself. You can hear him on Wildey and Tausch on ESPN Milwaukee, 9 to noon, Central, every weekday morning. Thank you very much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, bud. On the way, LeBron brought a title to Los Angeles. He might bring one to Sacramento before it's all said and done. Jeez. But there's another Los Angeles team questioning if they have the stud that can put them over the top. NBA talk, NFL talk, on the way. 
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.